Healing for your emotions. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Joseph Helen, and I'm coming to you with our sixth episode in this series on healing. I want to see you heal. I want every part of your body healed. But this time round, I want to deal with your emotions, your feelings. It's very important that you have emotional health because most diseases, most infirmities, most sicknesses come from emotional problems. For example, a person who gets angry and stays angry for a very long time will most likely end up with arthritis. and sometimes heart problems you notice anger and heart problems sometimes tend to go together when you're angry and anxious and you're always feeling afraid you know you end up with heart palpitations and sometimes that might just lead to a heart problem so emotional health is very very significant i want to take you straight to the word of god because that's where our wisdom is derived from we get all our wisdom from the word of god and the word of god is life the word of god is health in the book of psalm 42 verse 11 the bible says why are you cast down o my soul so david was going through a tough time his emotions see your soul is the part of you that contains your feelings or your emotions or your affections It also contains your mind, your cognitive ability, your ability to reason, your ability to think. It also contains your ability to make decisions. So there are three things: you feel in your soul, and you think in your soul, and you make decisions in your soul. So your soul contains a will, a mind, and affections or emotions. So here, David says, "Why are you disquieted within me?" that means his emotions were bowed down crouching down you see the word disquieted simply means to bow down or to be prostrated to be humble to go down like a mourner like somebody who is mourning so he was asking his soul why are you mourning within me now why was david doing that this is because the real person that david was was a spirit just like you are a spirit so you are not that body that you have the body you have is where you live that's your domicile that's your house so david as a spirit talks to his soul which is the will the emotions and the mind you see now your spirit has a soul your spirit the real you the essence that's you the one that's made of wind the one that is intangible the one that animates your body has feelings has a mind and can make decisions now the ability to feel the ability to think and the ability to make decisions is what we call your soul and then of course you have your flesh and your flesh has bones uh, blood and muscles of flesh you'd say so three things you have the bones you have the muscles and then you have the blood three things your soul has a mind emotions and a will ability to think ability to feel and ability to make decisions okay now your spirit therefore is in charge of your soul and your body remember you're a tripartite 
being. You're made in three parts, just like God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You are spirit, soul, and body. That's why the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 that I pray that the God of peace may sanctify you wholly so that your whole spirit, soul, and body are preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord. So Paul understood that there was a spirit, a soul, and a body. And he wanted the spirit, the soul, and the body preserved or healed or in health until the coming of the Lord. So David, having this understanding, began the process of investigating and asking questions, interviewing his soul, because that's usually the place where the problems begin. If you feel negative, it will affect your spirit and it will affect your body. If you think negative thoughts, those thoughts will affect your spirit and they'll affect your body. If you make wrong decisions, those decisions will affect your body and they'll affect your spirit. So the soul areas where salvation comes in. Remember, your spirit was not saved. You are given a brand new spirit the day you gave your life to Jesus Christ. The old one was removed and new one was put in. That's why in 2 Corinthians 5, Verse 17, the Bible says, if anyone's in Christ, Jesus is a new creation. He's a new creature. Behold, all things are passed away. Everything has become new. So when you give your life to Jesus Christ, a brand new spirit that never existed before was given to you. That means, that means you are born afresh from above. You see, the first Adam was a living soul. Now, the last Adam, whose name is Jesus, a life-giving spirit. So those who are born of Adam are born into death. So you have to be born anew or born from above, which is what is called faith in Christ Jesus. And to that extent, you're given a brand new spirit. But the soul remains the same and the body remains the same. So salvation is for your soul. Now the word salvation is sozo. And sozo means a new brand new spirit and then healing, deliverance, prosperity, peace, success, quiet, and all the wonderful things you'll ever need, including eternal life, you see. So your soul goes through the process of salvation, and then your body is injected with that saved material, and that's what brings it healing, strength, vitality, and that's what also makes it immortal. So to the extent that your soul is saturated with the Word of God, to that extent your body will experience immortality, or your body will become like the body of Jesus, because the Bible actually says we are the body of Christ. Now, the body of Christ dies no more because you already died on the cross. But if you don't have this revelation to a great extent, then your body will continue to operate as if it wasn't the body of Christ, which is one of the reasons a lot of people are sick and unwell and have infirmity. So David says here, why are you bowed down, my soul? His spirit is talking to his soul and you ought to do the very same thing. You need to question your soul. You need to interview your soul. You need to ask, why are you feeling angry right now? Ask your soul, because that's a third part of you. Uh, actually, a second part of you, your body being the third part of you, spirit being the first part of you. So ask why you're feeling angry. Ask why you're feeling sad. Ask why you're feeling sorrowful. Ask why you're feeling anxious. Ask why you're feeling resentful, envious and jealous, the negative emotions that mess up and defile the entire system. So David says, why are you cast down, oh my soul? Oh my soul. Why are you cast down, oh my soul? Yeah. Why are you feeling depressed? Why are you feeling low? And why are you disquieted within me? 
He says, why are you disquieted within me? The word disquiet there or to be disquieted is hamar in the Hebrew. And it means to murmur or to growl or to roar, to cry aloud, to moan, you know, to have fits of rage. He says, why do you have fits of rage? Yeah. Why are you tumultuous and clamorous? Why are you disquieted within me? Why are you troubled? Why are you murmuring? Why aren't you happy? David asks his soul. He took charge of his soul. So this is how you get your soul healed. This is what we call inner healing. It is your spirit taking charge of your emotions, especially and the thoughts that you tolerate, which then will lead to the decisions you make. You see, the thoughts you think will affect how you feel and then that will somewhat cause you to act in a certain way. Now, if your spirit is in charge, then your mind will be injected with the right words and your emotions will be proper, the right kind of emotions, and your decisions will be the right ones. And then your entire body will be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So he says, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you down, my soul? Why are you bowed down? Yeah, why are you placid? Why are your shoulders placid? Why is your head cast down? And why are you disquieted within me? Why are you roaring and crying aloud? Why are you moaning? Why do you have these fits of rage? Why are you tumultuous and clamorous? Why are you disquieted? Why are you moved and troubled? David asks. You see, you ought to ask the same questions. Now, what's the answer? What is the instructions David's spirit gives to his soul? Or that his soul is healed, so that his mind, emotions, and will are healed, so that they are back to factory settings. He says, Hope thou in God. Hope thou in God, as in wait and be expectant of his goodness. Tarry for him. He will not let you down. You see, in the book of Romans chapter 5, from verse 3 to 5, the Bible says, But we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulations works patience, and patience works experience, and experience works hope, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that's been given to us. See, the, the love of God is shed abroad in your heart, the place that contains your soul, that part with your emotions, your will, and your mind, the love of God is in there and the love of God is healing medicament. When the love of God enters you, then all the disquiet, the murmuring, the clamoring, all the fits of rage, bowing down because of depression is removed. And that's why David tells his soul here that hope in God, hope in God. Hope in God. How do you hope in God? By saying so. Say, Father, I hope in you. I have received your love, and your love never fails, and your love heals me. Your word says you restore my soul. Remember in the book of Psalm 23, yeah? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. That means your soul needs restoration. It needs healing. So you say, I thank you that you have restored my soul. You see, new creation doesn't ask God to do things. New creation announces that those things have already happened so that new creation can appropriate them. You announce to appropriate. You proclaim to appropriate. You decree 
decree to, appro to appropriate. The Bible says you shall only decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. And light will shine in your path. So you decree to appropriate. You announce to appropriate. You don't beg. You don't ask. You don't say, oh, Father, please heal my soul. No. You say, I thank you that according to your word, my soul is restored. I thank you that though I've gone through tribulations, I have learned experience. You see, I have learned. So, but to glory in tribulation, also knowing that tribulation works patience. So I've learned patience from the troubles I have been through. I have learned something good. I've learned to be patient. Now I'm bearing the fruit of patience. And patience has given me experience. Now I'm an experienced person, able to deal with so many different types of people. I can enjoy my relationships because I'm experienced. And this experience has given me hope. And, your, and this hope does not bring shame. It doesn't bring disappointment. This hope actually heals me. My soul is restored. I'm hoping in you, oh God. I bless your name and I thank you. you. This hope does not disappoint. It isn't a shame because your love has been shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. And as long as your love is in my heart, my heart is healed. My emotions are healed. My mind is healed. I make the right decisions in the mighty name of Jesus. That's how you get your inner healing. Okay? You don't get your inner healing by trying to remember all the bad things you've done and trying to cry out for God to forgive you of the bad things you've done. That's called introspection. It makes you repeat the very same things. It's called negative meditation. Negative meditation is when you mama, mumble, and mutter and growl and cry the negative things that you've done, hoping that God will forgive you. When God already forgave you on the cross, you merely need to make the announcement that I am forgiven through the blood of Jesus I am forgiven. You see, Ephesians 1 verse 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. We already have redemption and forgiveness of sin. In fact, 1 John 1 verse 7 says that, that uh, the blood of Jesus cleanses us now, that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. That means the blood of Jesus is cleanses you continuously the same way your skin your the cells of your body are replaced even without your knowledge continuously consistently the blood of jesus also cleanses you continually and consistently if you're conscious of it if you're aware of it and if you make the announcement you have to make the proclamation you have to make the decree you have to call this thing the bible says call those things that be not as if they were so you've got to say the blood of jesus cleansing me now and continually from everything that's wrong so instead of crying for forgiveness Make the announcement that you already are forgiven. And if something goes wrong, you're cleansed now and continually from all sin. Isn't that wonderful? Our God is so amazing. He's made a way for us. Definitely he has. Where the law failed, the grace of God has done abundantly well. Glory to Jesus forevermore. So he says, why are you cast down within me, O my soul? Why are you bowed down in depression? And why are you disquieted? Why are you in, in tumultuous fits of rage? Why are you feeling low? Why are you feeling angry within me? Hope in God, because hope will not make you ashamed, because the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. And then he continues to tell his soul, For I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Wow, isn't this so wonderful? I will yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance. The word health is Yeshua, who is the Jesus of my faith. You see, the word Yeshua is where we get the English word Jesus from. Jesus is called Yeshua. 
Yeshua, that means a Savior, a Savior, Yeshua. I will yet praise him because he is Yeshua. He's my salvation and my deliverance. He's my welfare and my prosperity. He's my victory. Glory to Jesus forevermore. He is my deliverance. He is my health. He is my Savior. Isn't that so wonderful? For I shall yet praise him who is the health, the Yeshua, the Jesus of my face, of my countenance, and is also my God. To this, to this extent, your face cannot be fallen. You see, when somebody has emotional trouble, it shows on their face. And here we are now, the, the glory of God, the countenance of the Lord is shining upon you. Remember how they used to bless in the book of Numbers? Remember how they used to bless? The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Yeah, remember that. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So there is a way God's face, when lifted upon you, gives you peace of mind. Your heart becomes peaceful. If you look at the book of Numbers, chapter 6, from verse 23, the Bible says, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise shall you bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. So this is how you bless your soul. Yeah. Uh, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face, his countenance to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The word gracious there is Hanan. That means forgive you of your faults. Okay. Things you do inadvertently or things you do willingly. May he forgive you. May the Lord lift up his countenance unto you and give you peace. And they say, and they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Do you see how beautiful this is? So this is why David says, Why are you cast down in Psalm 42 verse 11, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health, the Yeshua, the Jesus of my face, of my countenance, and is also my God. Isn't that so wonderful that God actually wants to do such amazing things as that? towards you. Glory to God. So David learned as a spirit to speak to his soul where problems usually occur. The devil operates in the soulish realm or in the soul realm, in your mind, your emotions and your will, and he operates in your body as well, in your bones, in your flesh and in your blood. Those are the places where he operates. And having taken charge of your soul and your body, then he also takes charge of your environment. So your spirit must take charge again and be the boss telling your soul what to feel, what to think, and what decisions to make. Your spirit must do that. And your spirit can only do that if your spirit has the word of God. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. In, if, in uh, the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, let the word of God dwell in you richly. You need the richness or the riches of the word of God dwelling in you. That means study it, read it over and over and over and over and over again so that every time you open your mouth to speak your spirit speaks the word of God and your soul takes charge and your body is directed as you make the right decisions your will becomes the will of God because your spirit speaks the word of God and if you go to the book of Psalm 43 verse 5 he says the very same things he says why are you cast down O my soul and why are you disquieted same same words within me hope in God for I shall yet praise him who is the Yeshua of my countenance and my God. I shall yet praise him, 
who is the Jesus, the Savior, the Deliverer, the one that prospers me, the one that gives me peace, the one whose face shines upon me, the one that gives me tranquility, the one that gives me the prosperity and the riches that I need. I shall yet praise him. You know, you praise God for the great things that he's done. So you say, I praise you, Father. Instead of feeling depressed, instead of feeling low, instead of feeling angry, instead of having fits of rage and tumultuous emotions, you ought to say, I praise you, oh Father. Even though this thing troubles me, you've said that tribulation works patience and patience experience and experience hope and hope does not disappoint I shall not be disappointed even if people have disappointed me you will not disappoint me your word does not disappoint me your love does not disappoint me you're going to lead me in the paths that are right the paths of righteousness because you've made me your righteousness and that's how you get your emotions healed that's how you get your mind healed this is what we call mental health Thinking the thoughts of God. Remember the Bible says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of good to give you the expected end. They are not thoughts to harm you. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. He has beautiful thoughts towards you. And that's what gives you mental health when you have beautiful thoughts. Okay. If you become mad and you start having mental problems, when you are troubled with anxious thoughts, you get mind blockage and mental confusion when you have negative thoughts. But Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. They are thoughts of peace. So your emotions, your mind is peaceful and not of evil. God never thinks evil about you or against you, even if you're wrong. That's why the blood of Jesus was shed and that blood cleanses you now and continually. It's a process of cleansing. Every time you're a bit dirty, the blood washes you. If you're cognizant of this and if you're aware of this, that's to give you an expected end, to give you that end, the hopeful end. The word expected is tikva, which is which is a or hope or expectation, okay? Things you hope for, a good outcome, that God is going to give you a good outcome. He's thinking of a good outcome for you in your marriage, in your relationship, in that relationship between you and your child, that relationship between you and your father, mother, brother, sister, those things that have been hard for you. God has a good outcome for you. Those are the thoughts he thinks towards you. And his will is that you do not perish. So you have the will of God and you have the mind of God. He thinks good thoughts towards you and your affections or your emotions are healed. You have renounced bitterness, anger, resentment, jealousy, hatred, fear, and every negative emotion. And in their place, now you have put in the word of God that never fails. Isn't that amazing and wonderful? All right, guys, I've got to stop there. I believe by now you have experienced healing for your emotions. Glory to Jesus. I know by now you have experienced healing for your emotions. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Thank you so much. I thank God for you, and I'm so grateful that you spared time to listen to me. Well, please subscribe and share this with your friends and favorite it and 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 all those things that we do on social media. Wonderful. Thank you for being my friend and thank you for being part of my family. I appreciate your feedback. So please leave a comment, tell us something. If you want us to improve something, we'll be more than happy to do so because our aim is to minister to you and to bring you healing and health in especially this series about healing. We want you well so that you can go ahead and do your work and do your business and succeed and enjoy life and, and bless your family and be happy and live the life that Jesus purchased for you on the cross. And if, if this message has blessed you and you've 
uh, you feel moved to support us because we're doing this podcast for free, but distributing them widely isn't free. So we invite you to partner with us financially. And you can do that through World Remit, through mobile applications, yeah, for sending money to different nations of the world. So you can do that through World Remit or if you're in East Africa, through M-Pesa. And you can use the number plus 254-722-735921 plus 254-722-735921 and I will personally acknowledge receipt of what you have sent and I will pray for you especially with a grateful heart for partnering with me in sending this healing message of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. I love you so very much. My name is Joseph Helen. I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode. Bye-bye.